When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, I'll be sharing the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. And quoting Mike Alfred, Bitcoin is not done liquidating large players. They will take it down to a level that will cause maximum damage to the most overexposed players like Celsius. And then suddenly it'll bounce and go higher once those firms are completely obliterated. A story as old as time. And quoting Crypto Capo, 16,000 is like a strong magnet. 31 to 32,000 was broken and used as resistance. Same as happening with 20 to 21,000 main target 16 to 17,000, especially 16,000 to 16,250. And quoting the Binance CEO CZ, historically speaking, if you bought Bitcoin, every time there was a Bitcoin is dead headlines, you would have done well. Logic, when they lose hope, that's when the bottom is in. And quoting Max Kaiser, keep in mind Bitcoin is conscious and wants to wreck the entire legacy system. This means it intentionally drops 70 to 80% occasionally to speed insanity and destruction, but don't get Get fooled. The inviolable trajectory is to $1 million plus. Nothing of the legacy system will remain. Bitcoin, $220,000 in 2022, still in play. Also in today's show, Celsius recovery plan proposed amid community-led short squeeze attempt. Quitting Simon Dixon from Bank to the Future, I believe traditional finance will not have a timely solution for Celsius, as we saw in the past with Mt. Gox. That still remains unresolved 10 years later. I believe this can only be solved with a solution using financial innovation. Also in today's show, here's how Bitcoin can generate a true bottom, according to crypto analysts. Kevin Svensson, who says he sees Bitcoin bottoming out at around that seventeen dollars to $18,000 level before igniting a relief rally back above $30,000. And speaking of Bitcoin bottoms, I recently polled my audience, and 39% of you said that the bottom is already in at $17,500. Also in today's show, Bitcoin will whipsaw traders to $100,000 this year, says Blockstream CEO Adam Back, and explains how. Quoting him here, my permeable case for Bitcoin, $100,000 this year, plus a U.S. physical Bitcoin ETF chaser would create a nice whipsaw and probably trigger a big uncoupling and positive reflexivity into a blow-off top next year. No leverage, boys. And Samson Mao, who is running for mayor of Bitcoin City, chimed in. So that makes two people calling for $100,000 Bitcoin this year, me and Adam, in the darkness of the dip. Few can see the light. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, crypto fam? I'll let you boy in the live chat. Now for the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. Number one, Bitcoin rescues $20,000 on the weekly chart. That's right, at 20580 Bitcoin's latest weekly close could have been worse as the largest crypto managed to retain a key support level, at least on the weekly timeframes. Now the wick below stretched $2,400. However, in a repeat performance could heighten the pain for those betting on $20,000 for
forming a significant price level. Now, overnight, Bitcoin reached highs at 20600 on Bitstamp before returning to consolidate immediately below the $20,000 mark, indicating that the situation remains precarious on the lower timeframes. Quoting crypto analyst Alex Kruger, think prices should run up a lot now, pushing panic sellers and forced sellers, recovering at least half the drop from two Fridays ago, CPI day. I want to see a fast reaction up from here next couple of days. The best rallies are those that don't give laggards an entry. And quoting the ex-Bitmex CEO, Arthur Hayes, beware of the forced seller. An interesting stat someone pointed out to me, BTCC, Purpose ETF puked 24,500 Bitcoin into the North American Friday close. I'm not sure how they execute redemptions, but that is a lot of physical BTC to sell in a small time frame. And he continues, and over the weekend, while the fiat rails are closed, Bitcoin dropped to a low of 17,600, down almost 20% from Friday on good volume. Smells like a forced seller triggered a run on stops. Now, after the sellers dumped their bags, the market quickly rallied on the low volume. And given the poor state of risk management by crypto lenders and over generous lending terms, expect more pockets of forced selling a Bitcoin and Ethereum as the market figures out who is swimming naked. And he concludes here, is it over yet? I don't know. But for those skilled knife catchers, there may be yet additional opportunities to buy coin from those who must whack every bid, no matter the price. And quoting Mike Alfred, Bitcoin is not done liquidating large players. They will take it down to a level that will cause the maximum damage to the most overexposed players like Celsius. And then suddenly it'll bounce and go higher once those firms are completely obliterated. A story as old as time and quitting Crypto Capo, 16,000 is like a strong magnet. 31 to 32,000 was broken and used as resistance. Same is happening with 20 to 21,000. Main target between 16 and $17,000, especially 16,000 to 16,250. Now for the second factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market, stocks and bonds have nowhere to hide. That's right, as pointed out here by Josh Rager, equity futures are down. Therefore, Bitcoin follows, and he's referring to this post from the other day, watching to see if Bitcoin can actually move up here back over 21,000 or if this is merely going to be a rejection from prior support. I believe equity futures could still be open around the U.S. holiday, so unsure how the Bitcoin price will be impacted to start the week. And quoting economist Holger, nowhere to hide, stocks and bonds together are on a track for their worst quarter ever. Meanwhile, credit markets have also taken a battering. Bitcoin has lost over two-thirds of its value since it touched a high of nearly $70,000 in November. Now for the third factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market, and that's miners in no mood, for capitulation. That's right. So who in the world is selling Bitcoin at the lowest level since November of 2020? Well, according to on-chain data, they have been tracking investor cohorts contributing to selling pressure, some forced and some voluntarily. Miners who may have already been underwater when it comes to participating and finding blocks have gone from buyers to sellers, halting a multi-year trend of accumulation. Quoting glass note here, Bitcoin miners are also under stress with their balances stagnating from the 2019-2021 accumulation uptrend and reversing into decline. Miners have spent around 9,000 Bitcoin from their treasuries this week and still hold around 50,000 BTC. Hash rate has also fallen 10% off the all-time high. And as pointed out here, Bitcoin is not below electrical costs, especially large-scale miners where marginal costs are closer to 10,000 than $20,000. Now for the fourth factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market, that seller or hodler, Bitcoiners see massive losses. That's right. Overall, however, both big and small high 
hodlers who could not ride out the storm faced massive losses when they sold, according to Glassnode, quoting them here. If we assess the damage, we can see that almost all wallet cohorts, from shrimps to whales, now hold massive unrealized losses. Worse than in March of 2020, researchers noted alongside a chart showing just how far Bitcoin holdings have fallen versus their cost basis, quoting Glassnode here, the least profitable wallet cohort hold 1 to 100 BTC and have unrealized losses equal to 30% of the market cap, which you can see here in this chart. Now, the figures point to a state of panic amongst investors, even seasoned investors, arguably a surprising phenomenon given Bitcoin's history of volatility. And a look at the HODL waves indicator, which groups coins by how long they were last moved. Meanwhile, captures on record those selling and those buying the dip. Between June 13th and June 19th, the percentage of all the overall Bitcoin supply that last moved between a day and a week prior rose from 1.65% to nearly 6%. And now for the fifth factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market. And that sentiment almost hits historic lows. That's right. It was already comparable to a funeral in December of 2021, but crypto market sentiment has outdone itself. According to monitoring resource to crypto greed and fear index, the average investor is now more fearful than at almost any time in the history of the industry. That's right. On June 19th, the index, which uses a basket of factors to calculate the overall sentiment, fell to near record lows of just six out of 100, which is deep within its extreme fear category and the very lowest we have seen this in a very long time. Now, the weekly close only marginally improved the situation with the index adding three points to still linger at levels that have historically marked bear market lows for the king crypto. That's right. As you can see here, yesterday we were at a low of six out of 100 in extreme fear. And today we are nine out of 100 in extreme fear. And CZ, the Binance CEO points out here, historically speaking, if you bought Bitcoin, every time there was a Bitcoin is dead headlines, you would have done well. Logic, when they lose hope, that's when the bottom is in. And quoting Max Kaiser, keep in mind, Bitcoin is conscious and wants to wreck the entire legacy system. This means it intentionally drops 70 to 80% occasionally to speed the insanity and destruction. But don't get fooled. The inviolable trajectory is to $1 million plus. Nothing of the legacy system will remain preach. And he also points out here to remind us $220,000 in 2022 still in play. And it reminds us that there is a limited supply of only 21 million Bitcoin. Let's get it. And before I break down next story of the day, Celsius recovery plan proposed amid community-led short squeeze attempt. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, all the major cryptos are currently pumping. Back in the green, Bitcoin up 5.6% for the day, maintaining just above $20,500. We have Ether up about 9%, trading above 11 $700, while Binance Coin, Cardano, Solana, and Polkadot are all pumping and in the green. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Celsius-led investor Bank to the Future and its co-founder Simon Dixon have offered to assist the network by developing similar financial innovation used in 2016 to save cryptocurrency exchange Bitfinex from liquidation. Now, although the statement from Dixon on Saturday did not include specific details of the recovery plan offered to the Celsius board and CEO Alex Mashinsky, Dixon noted it would be similar to the one offered to Bitfinex after its hack in August of 2016, which he claims was resolved within nine months. As he shares here, I believe traditional finance will not have a timely solution for Celsius, as we saw in the past with Mt. Gox that still remains unresolved 10 years later. I believe that this can only be solved with a solution using financial innovation like we did with Bitfinex that was resolved within nine months and worked out very well 
for depositors. Now, Dixon noted that as a Celsius shareholder and lender, and due to the short-term systemic impact on those that own Bitcoin, who is keen to support Celsius with a recovery plan, he wrote here, it is my position to offer solutions as we have the experience, licenses, and technology to do so. Now, Bank to the Future is a global online investment platform that allows investors to invest in financial technology companies, funds, and other new alternative financial products. The platform touts a network of over 85,000 qualified investors. And in June of 2020, Celsius launched an equity offering with the investment platform, raising $20.46 million through 1,000 39 investors. Now, Dixon's plans for Celsius take inspiration from his firm's solutions in August of 2016 after Bitfinex announced it lost approximately 120,000 Bitcoin in a cybersecurity breach, causing a loss of around $72 million of customers' funds at that time. Now, rather than pursuing liquidation proceedings, Bitfinex instead came up with an innovative recovery plan, which involved promises to repay in the form of BFX tokens to customers representing the value of the money lost in the hack. Now, those tokens were tradable on the open market or could be held later for future repayment of a $1 per token and effectively allow customers to speculate on the company's recovery. But later in the month, Bank to the Future added to the solution by working with Bitfinex to allow customers convert their BFX tokens into equity into the company. And around seven months later, Bank to the Future reported that the plan had been working with victims recovering between 75 and 100% of their funds through the various measures available to them. Now, interestingly enough, there there's also an unofficial community-led recovery plan, which appears to be gaining traction on crypto Twitter under the hashtag sell short squeeze. As shared right here, the big sell short squeeze explained. Number one, buy sell on FTX. Number two, move tokens to MetaMask. Number three, connect to one inch and set sell limit order at $100. And number four, retweet. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Celsius? Do you fear that they're going to go belly up or do you feel that this recovery plan is viable and they can be saved? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And before I break down next story of the day, here's how Bitcoin can generate a true bottom, according to crypto analyst Kevin Svensson. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap, sitting at $908 billion with about $80 billion in volume. In the past 24 hours, the current Bitcoin dominance is 43.3%, with the Ether dominance at 15.2%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Synthetics up 66%, trading at $2.80, followed by GMT up 26%, trading at 80 cents and one inch network of about 25% trading just above 70 cents and checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week you can see Satoshi Vision up 40.6% HNT up 42.5% and Elrond up 36 0.4%. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. A closely tracked crypto strategist is mapping out how the king crypto could carve a bear market bottom this year as Bitcoin trades below $20,000. In a new strategy session, Kevin Svensson tells his 69,000 YouTube subs that he sees Bitcoin bottoming out at around that seventeen dollars to $18,000 level before igniting a relief rally back above 30K. Quoting him here, the weekly RSI, which is the relative strength index, would end up printing a bullish divergence, a higher low before breaking out while Bitcoin forms a lower low and then puts in a true bottom, lower lows on price, higher lows on RSI or higher levels of relative strength. I think Bitcoin can range in the sub $20,000 for a very brief period to put the market into maximum fear to get the weak hands fully shaken out. I would not be surprised to see a pattern like this come into the market. Just a little bit of divergence to really set the low before the recovery 
takes place. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts. Now, the RSI is a momentum indicator, and a bullish divergence is one of the signals indicating a possible reversal in trend. And although Svensson is expecting a rally after Bitcoin generates a true bottom, he says he does not expect the king crypto to launch a fresh bull market in the near future. Quoting him again here, ultimately, this recovery is going to take a long time. We have a downtrend. The trend is your friend until the end of the trend, and Bitcoin is currently in a downtrend. So getting above this major downtrend slope in resistance is the next hurdle for this market, and that could take until the end of the year before we really get a confirmed breakout. And according to the analysts, Bitcoin can trade within a range for months after breaking out of the diagonal resistance. He also predicts that Bitcoin can start a new uptrend by 2024. And to check out this entire video with Kevin Svensson entitled, Bottom is In or Will Bitcoin Fall Below? $20,000. Check the show notes below the video in the description. Now for a recent poll I shared on crypto Twitter, Bitcoin bottom, 39% of you said that the bottom is already in at $17,500. 34% of you said between $13,000 and $16,000. 16% of you said between eleven dollars and $12,000. 11% of you said $10,000 or less. Let me know your Bitcoin bottom price prediction in the comments right down below. And before I break down our final story of the day, Bitcoin will whipsaw traders to $100,000 this year, says Blockstream CEO Adam Back and Samson Mao agrees with that $100,000 Bitcoin price prediction this year in 2022. But before I break this down, first I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for a detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,200 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my crypto merch store, live at merch.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also, be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to turn on all notifications and help support the channel with the YouTube algorithm. And of course, you can find me on all the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify, home of the Joe Rogan Experience, to Apple's iTunes and Google Play. We're currently receiving over a half a million downloads per month. And my goal is to scale this baby to a million downloads per month. And of course, you can follow me on crypto Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, and TikTok. So wherever you at, be sure to plug in and follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. The chief executive officer of blockchain technology company, Blockstream, says that Bitcoin can see a 5x increase in price by the end of the year. Send it. That's right. Adam Back tells his almost half a million Twitter followers that he expects the U.S. Federal Reserve to reverse its tight monetary policies before 2022 expires and create a macro environment conducive to the growth of Bitcoin. As he shares here on crypto Twitter, everyone has their pet macro views. My guess, stock market plus U.S. election season, moral hazard kicks up, quantitative easing ramps up again, rates drop again, money printer goes into overdrive, so the interest rate overhang falls off, and Bitcoin decorrelates somewhere along the way once DeFi flushed. But what do I know? Just don't use leverage, and most particularly, not while the DeFi contagion works out. If you don't have leverage, you can just buy and hold and wait, so timing matters not. And on top of the favorable macro backdrop, Back says that the approval of a much-awaited spot Bitcoin ETF could leave many bears on the sidelines, as he shares here. My permeable case for Bitcoin, $100,000 this year, plus a U.S. physical Bitcoin ETF chaser, Grayscale Bitcoin Trust upgrade, plus other would create a nice whipsaw and probably trigger a big uncoupling and positive reflexivity into a blow-off top next year. No leverage, boys. And someone responded, sounds like an excellent time for leverage. Adam Back responded, the DeFi unwinding is an extra reason to be careful with leverage for a bit. You don't know which hedge fund or DeFi protocol will market sell 10,000 Bitcoin at limited notice. Particularly, the DeFi protocols are ridiculous. You can't have a bot selling that size. 
they get raided. And Samson Mao, who was running for mayor of Bitcoin City, chimed in. So that makes two people calling for $100,000 Bitcoin this year. Me and Adam in the darkness of the dip. Few can see the light. Touche. And someone responded to Samson Mao, I'm with you on $100,000 before it happened this year. The economic disaster needs to accelerate quite a bit and people need to understand why it happened. So I think 2023, 2024 is more likely time frame, but love it if you are right. And then early adopter Heidi chimed in, Bitcoin will go well above $100,000 next bull market. Anyone buying around these prices will be very happy the next run up to all time high. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Adam Back and Samson Mao's $100,000 Bitcoin price prediction for this year in 2022? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode. Chris Minka wrote, I love JV and crypto news alerts. In 20 minutes, I can get all the news that I need when I am just too busy enjoying life as a long-term hodler. It is nice to unplug and get away. All my limit bids were filled and yeah, I never thought that Bitcoin would go this low. I guess all the panic sellers forgot to figure in that the US dollar is worth about 15% less this year from inflation. So you got to add that to your real losses. I am backing up the truck on this dip. Think in terms of years and decades and things will be great for you. Sage advice. Love it, fam. Keep stacking them stats. And our next featured comment comes from No Money G. This hurt. I cannot lie. Dollar cost averaging is the way to go. I know everyone is hurting in almost any investment or crypto or otherwise, but these dips will make the upside feel so good. Great info as always, JV. Keep it up. Exactly, fam. Perfect buying opportunity to keep stacking them stats. Cheap. Hoddle. And our third and final featured comment comes from Infinite Legacy. Just found you JV on a podcast. Great up-to-date news. Inflation on fiat makes cost of gas and food more expensive. Bitcoin price crashes is a reserve inflation. More coins for less fiat. Like, whoa, hodl. Thanks for finding the pod and tuning in, fam. Greatly appreciate your support. Hoddle. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.